Greetings, friends. Welcome to another edition of Conversations in Focus. This is Brian Hudson. Look forward to another conversation today here on the Vision Streams Network. This program is offered to bring you people that I believe have a lot to say and are doing much in our community and the world. And my guest today is Pastor Thomas Hill. Welcome, Thomas. Uh, it's good to be with you, my brother. Thank God for you. Well, Pastor Hill has a significant bio. I won't go through everything, but let me say this. First and foremost, he's a man of God. He is a father. He is a husband and a grandfather. And he has served in the corporate world, worked for IBM for 20 years, uh, left that and didn't stop. He went straight to ministry from IBM mm. and worked for Promise Keepers for four years and was responsible in helping, to, uh, helping these great events uh, take place in different cities. Uh, Pastor Hill worked with Eastern Star Church and Pastor Jeffrey A. Johnson Sr. Worked with him uh, for a number of years. In fact, as I see here, Pastor, you've done everything for a number of years. Uh, uh, you didn't jump in like a month here and a month there. You've been there. You used to have a 20 here, six there, five right, there. I need a break. Right. <laughs> so you, but the thing is, you, you're a man committed to what you do. And you get in and stay in until the season yeah. is fully complete. And I love it. I love it. Praise God. Yeah. Also, I see here that uh, you're currently the pastor of Healing Streams Word and Worship Center. We know it as the Streams the, here in the city. That's right. The Streams and, Church. Yes, sir. And that's at streams, thestreams.org. What a, what a great domain name you've got there. And now, but presently, and this current season, you're working on uh, the next edition of the Passion Play Upon This Rock. Yeah. Let's just start right there. Let's talk about this year's Passion Play. What is Upon This Rock? For those who don't know, and there's some who don't even know about this, talk about the Passion Play Upon This Rock. Uh, Pastor Hudson, we are, believe it or not, at 34 years. This is our 34th year with the Passion Play production. 34 years ago, this play, which was created by my sister Sharon Thompson Hill, and uh, uh, I just came alongside and was helping her uh, with the play. Um, and it was performed at a local church in the city of Indianapolis. And I was, I said, you know what, I will be the, the uh, spotlight guy. So I was up in the balcony holding the spotlight. And the first time that I had even witnessed any other production. And while I'm holding the spotlight, doing my spotlight duties, uh, the emotions that came over me, the tears that came down my face as I witnessed this, the unfolding story of Christ uh, being depicted. And after that, I said, uh, Sharon, we've got to do something with this. The, you know, the world needs to see this. So 34 years later, we're at Pike Performing Arts Center. Every Easter weekend, uh, uh, three performances, over 300 cast and volunteers that put it on, oh over 70-plus members from over 70-plus churches around the city and outlying areas that put on this production. And it's more than a play. It's an experience. And so we're excited that this Easter weekend, Good Friday and Saturday, our 34th year production, we've got a special guest artist, Tasha Page Lockhart. She was the Sunday Best winner in the sixth season. Uh, 
an awesome woman of God and singer with a great testimony, by the way, of where God has brought her from. And I know you're going to feel that, the anointing from that uh, at the Passion Play this year. You know, you've used words to describe this thing as best you can use words. But let me say, I was there last year, and words just do not do it service. Now, I've been showing, as you've been speaking, I showed some images, some still images. We're going to stop and watch a trailer in a moment. But I want to encourage you to go to uh, utrpro.com. That's correct, utrpro.com. That's it. And you want to learn about this passion play, see some of the pictures there. But mainly, you want to purchase tickets hey, while you can. Amen. Okay? <laughs> because it tells out. <laughs> and uh, this is an experience. It, it's a it passion is. play. And it, uh, it's just the most amazing thing we have in this city. It relates to the gospel to Christ, to the story of, of his life given for us and resurrection from the dead. And, and, and besides that, it's an outstanding production. I mean, from a technical standpoint, musically, technically, even some special effects going on. Right. Pyrotechnics. stuff. You add every year to something new. <laughs> and so let me just say to you, March 30 and 31, is that correct? That's it. All right. You want to go to utrpro.com. Uh, and I'm saying it because I believe in this, not just because Pastor Hill is a friend and a great man of God here in the city, but you should, you should bring somebody with you. You need to let people see the story of Jesus Christ illustrated right there on the stage before you. All right, let's stop now. Let's pause and watch this trailer uh, for Upon This Rock 2018. Roll away the stone. Come forth. Anybody been freed out That brief trailer gave you a glimpse of what to expect at Upon This Rock Passion Play. So, Pastor Hill, give us more details about uh, where it's, where it's uh, taking place and how we can, get, how we can purchase tickets. Well, uh, the performance is held at the Pike Performing Arts Center, uh, 6701 Zionsville Road, Indianapolis. Uh, you can purchase tickets online. In fact, don't go to Pike. You purchase your tickets online, purchase, pay for it. Print it off. Bring the ticket with you. Uh, you can always call if you need some assistance in ordering, and there are, uh, there's a live person that can help you order tickets by calling 317-285-0551, 285-0551, area code 317, and uh, they can help you uh, order those tickets. And I want to let you know this, that uh, a lot of individuals in Indianapolis aren't aware that we have buses that come in from all over uh, to this production every year, as far away as Buffalo, New York. And uh, so they come with an excitement and uh, generally they're going back and they're organizing more groups and bringing them because of not a play, but the experience uh, that was that was generated through the power of the cross, the presence of Holy Spirit that takes place. Now, this isn't like a, a number of other passion plays uh, because uh, we don't mind having church. And so you're going to come and have a wonderful good time. And uh, 
I'm looking for you to come because I get to play the role of Simon Peter. I've been Simon <laughs> Peter faster for a number yeah, of years, yeah. and there are pyrotechnics that takes place. There's a lot of things that yes, it is. it's really indescribable. It's one of those things you have to come and witness for yourself. So hopefully on March 30th and 31st, Good Friday and Saturday that you purchase your ticket, bring your family, your entire family, and enjoy this great production. Yes, sir. I echo uh, all those words and, you know, my experience last year, the lighting, I mean, the music, the sound. Of course, the, the venue is beautiful as far as yes, listening and absolutely. the experience of hearing it. And as an artist and photographer and videographer, and art, you know, I just love all of that. The whole, everything about the play, <laughs> from the spiritual context to the technical context, is excellent. It's all the way, it's all the way live in the truest sense of the word. So again, we want to encourage you and impress upon you that this is a great and marvelous event. Now you're seeing below him and me, um, say it again, you see on the screen below us uh, the information, the website, the phone number. Uh, you can obtain tickets, so please avail yourself of the information, log on, call, and be sure not to miss this year's Passion Play Upon This Rock. Next question, Pastor, let me ask you about arts in general. Uh, your family is deeply involved in performing arts, and talk to us about uh, how you started in performing arts and why it's important to you today. Well, you know, it's, uh, performing arts is one of those things you're, you're born with. You know, you know, some things can be taught, but then some other things are just simply caught. And uh, that's been a part of our family heritage. Sharon, my sister, uh, who cre was a creator of Upon This Rock, um, she, when we were just children, uh, she would always create and write these little plays out. We call them cheesy little plays back then as kids. But she would write out these plays, and then she would bring us all together, give us different parts, the roles that we're going to play, and there in our home, you know, in our pajamas, we're we're uh, role playing uh, all of these parts. And so this has been a part of her for some time. Uh, I was a part of a group called the Pentecostal Ambassadors. We recorded several albums, traveled around, and so uh, gospel music has always been a part of me. Uh, writing music as well. Uh, so being able to bring her talent of the creative part of, of writing and directing and then the me uh, incorporating the music and, and you know God has certainly blessed me to be able to write several songs within the Bondus Rock production and uh, it, it just blesses us to see how God can take what he's gifted you with and we give it back to him and then to be able to sit back and watch it played out and knowing that God's getting the glory for it so that's been exciting. Now, let me ask you this then. Were, you, were your parents involved in arts, performing arts or otherwise? I mean, how did, I know God did it, but yeah. who are your influences? That's, that's a good question. That's a good question because they weren't, my parents weren't really actively involved in, uh, in the arts. My dad sang. Uh, he was a singer. He was, he was a preacher. Uh, so I know that that's where some of that gifting come from. My mother was very articulate, uh, but uh, with our upbringing, you know, keep in mind they, they were raising seven kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there were a lot of things in them that they wished that they could have uh, had the time to do uh, but weren't able to do, but through their children, 
uh, they were able to see some of the giftings that were in them that they weren't able to uh, to express to be expressed through through their children. That's my experience as well. My parents, uh, my mom is artistic. Dad, well, they're both singers, musicians. In fact, my mother's mother, Essie Hayden, was a renowned musician here in Indiana. Back mm -hmm. in, uh, had her on a radio show back in the '60s, mm -hmm. and '50s, and all. Wow. That. And so, but my parents, you know, working, trying to make it, trying to survive, and, and didn't get a chance to express fully their gifting. Mm. So God gave me, you know, not singing. I missed that. That's, that's, that's bypassed <laughs> me. But I got the other part, the artistic part. So legacy is wonderful. And so passing it on is also important. Now let's talk about a young man named Kyle Guyton, mm -hmm. um, you know, who passed away, and you've established a scholarship in his name. And, of course, he was connected with arts, performing arts. Talk about his story and why that led, why his story and his tragic death has led you to help others in this regard. I, I tell you, this is always uh, a sensitive thing to me because Kyle uh, was such a brilliant young man. He was one of those, he was one of those young men that you just had to stop and look at, take a second look at and say, where did all this come from? But Kyle came to, to us when he was, I think, 14 years old uh, with Up On This Rock. His mom brought uh, brought him to up on this rock, and he got involved. Very intense and focused young man, and uh, he got more and more involved in, uh, with the uh, stage and technical and working behind the scenes, and uh, the creative, the creativity that he had with ideas and and so forth. I saw him just moving and working his way up. Uh, I, I could see him as a, a, a film director and the like, and and so he had so much into him and talent. Uh, he went to school, went away to school. Uh, uh, he was a, uh, a part of Bishop Chittard uh, up to his high, through his high school years, uh, went away to college, to, to Indiana State, uh, came back. Chittard uh, brought him on as the uh, performing arts teacher uh, and uh, over that department, actually. And uh, so he came in and just in a few short months, uh, we had just finished uh, one of our passion play productions, and he was making plans to go to Europe and taking a group of his students uh, with him, and, uh, and he did so. and was so excited, first time out of the country uh, for him. And uh, while he was there, um, unfortunately, uh, had taken sick and passed away, uh, never returning uh, back home. And it was a blow. Those kind of questions we ask uh, Pastor Hudson is, you know, how could something so valuable be taken so early? And those are those lingering questions that oftentimes only God knows, and you've got to leave it with him. But what we decided to do was to continue his legacy, as young as he was, but what he contributed thus far, that we wanted to continue that. So the three organizations upon this rock, Bishop Chittard, as well as Grace Apostolic Church, where he was a member, uh, formed a board, and we decided that we would uh, put together a memorial scholarship fund for those that are interested in the performing arts. And uh, so this is our second one that's coming up now, our second annual uh, scholarship fundraiser dinner that's taking place on March the 10th. And uh, last year we awarded three worthy students uh, uh, scholarships uh, for the arts at $3,000 a piece. Mm. And uh, we were looking to do even more this year. We will never forget Kyle Guyton. Yeah, that's a remarkable story. And we, God brings beauty from ashes. And, and so you're taking 
uh, his memory and, you know, and infusing his, his work with other young people. Absolutely. You know, and passing on that legacy of performing arts and, and helping other people experience the grace of God through performing arts. So thank you for that work, uh, Pastor, and we appreciate that. I support this scholarship fund. I encourage you to support this scholarship fund on the screen below, information, how you can get involved with the Kyle Guyton Memorial Scholarship Fund. And it's a worthy cause. Uh, I can't imagine what's, what better way to remember him than by helping other young people find the arts and become performing arts technicians or performing artists themselves yes. and be a part of the experience. So thank you so much, Pastor, for doing that. Really appreciate that. In fact, on behalf of all of us in the city, we thank you, sir, for your work uh, with not only Upon This Rock, but your pastoral work, your work with men, your work with young people. So we want to thank you, Pastor Hill, for bless being you. a blessing in our city. Bless you. God bless you. We are aware of a term we call drive-by shootings. We know what that means. But this term, drive-by vigil, what does that mean? What is it that you're doing called drive-by vigil? Uh, our, you know, our drive-by prayer vigils uh, was a vision that God gave us in uh, August of 2006. Uh, at that particular point in time in the city of Indianapolis, uh, the homicides were at its height. I mean, it was so crazy that uh, that, that Sunday, Sunday morning, morning I woke, I woke up, up and I and read, I read the, the headlines in the paper in big, big, huge, bold print. We are at war, exclamation mark. And in the article, there was a conversation between the then mayor and the sheriff talking about this uh, problem that we were having in our city with homicides and the, the rising rate of homicides. And uh, the sheriff said, we've got to do something different. When I read that line, it hit me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, do something different. And I remember just taking that paper and going to uh, our church that Sunday morning and sharing with our congregation the dilemma, the problem. And I told them this. God said, it's time for us to do something different. We're going to respond to this. And out of that birth, uh, the drive-by prayer vigil ministry. Uh, uh, Minister Paul Bateman, who was a councilman at the time and a member of our congregation, and we put our heads together, and we began to create this organization called Drive-By Prayer. And our model was, if drive-by guns can kill, then drive-by prayers can heal. And so we were determined that we were going to meet with families of homicide victims in the place where the homicide took place and pray with them, pray healing into their families. And uh, this is an opportunity for us not only to pray but to reach out to them and let them know you know, the Lord said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And, and there's no use of you either getting killed or being locked up in prison for the rest of your life because there's something valuable in you. So this, this vigil uh, has been going on since 2006 in the city of Indianapolis. And uh, we fact, uh, Pastor, we have added to that what we call oh, preemptive, preemptive prayer, prayer strikes. strikes. Mm -hmm. And on and Friday, on Friday there's, there's a preemptive prayer strike team that goes out in a drive-by van. And those of you who have seen that drive-by van, amen, it's very obvious with the horns on the top and mm -hmm. amen. And they go into the troubled areas of Indianapolis and begin to just release the power of prayer uh, through the, the, throughout the community. And people are running up and just embracing and, and welcoming and saying so 
thank you for thinking about our neighborhood and community. So in a nutshell, that's what drive-by prayer is all about. Yes, that's wonderful. In fact, I'm kind of anticipating people's response to what you just said. Now, a skeptic will say, yeah, but there's still murder going on. Mm -hmm. What you understand is it would be far, far worse. Yes, sir. If it were not for prayer and for people reaching out to other people and to help uh, stem that tide of retaliation. That cycle is even worse than murder oh, is bad. Crazy. Yeah. But retaliation, you know, multiplies that, that tragedy. So, again, these are efforts that uh, that Pastor Hill's doing. Many are doing their different works in different ways in the city, across the city. And believe me, yes, murder is still a problem, will always be a problem in mm -hmm. a sick and dangerous and sinful world. But I promise you, it'd be much worse if believers weren't praying and preaching the gospel and being active in the streets. Again, thank you, Pastor Hill. Again, once again, we thank you. And performing arts and arts is my passion of mine as well. We've done media camps for 19 years, teaching kids how to do video production, photography. And so it's been my passion to help uh, young folk get a hold to those skills and tap mm. their God-given abilities. Mm. What can we as the church do more to encourage young people in performing arts, visual arts, all manner of arts? I'm glad you brought that up because that has certainly been a burden uh, that's been on uh, myself and also with Sharon as uh, the executive director of, of uh, Up on This Rock. Uh, we've been speaking about our generation, the present generation, the generation uh, that is forthcoming. Uh, what's going to happen to them? I just shared with them, uh, our leaders, pastor at our church, an article that someone sent me, another pastor sent me on Gen Z, uh, Generation Z. Uh, that's now the next step beyond the millennium. Yes. Out of his study, there was so much that was in that study, but one thing that stuck out to me than everything else was that this Gen Z, uh, this Generation Z, uh, there will be more atheists in it than in any other generation. Right. Uh, that they're the ones that, the, the intellectual, uh, they're the ones that's gonna be more science bent. And, and, and if we don't get to this generation, and imparting to them the truths that we know are life-giving, uh, that's also going to prepare us for the life to come, then we're going to miss a generation. And there's so many ways that we can reach them. Jesus said, uh, I'm, uh, when he called his disciples, he said, come follow me. I'm going to make you fishers of men. Well, we understand that for anybody that's a decent fisherman or knows how to fish, then you've got to have the right equipment. And with this generation, uh, that is upon us and the present generation we're dealing with now, we can't use the old equipment and the old bait don't work. We've we got to come up with new and, and uh, new ways of reaching them. And that's why I'm so appreciative of you and what, uh, how God has allowed you to take technology and, and use it in a way to, to reach out uh, further because that's where our kids are right now. They're in yes. the tech technological world they live there and if we don't get in there to get them we're gonna miss it right i remember a minister said some years ago the flannel board ministry is over <laughs> they're not doing flannel board anymore so we got to bring it up to date into the contemporary world in order to reach contemporary uh, people and one of the things that sharon and i had talked about in fact we were starting to promote that last year is a youth camp uh, to bring uh, young people in and just teach them the craft of arts and performing arts and music and the like. 
And, uh, and when you mentioned that, even about technology, what a wonderful platform uh, to bring them in to, to, to learn more about. I mean, you've got little babies that are taking iPhones and they know the right buttons to push. Did, yes. So we have got to use what they are already using in order to reach them. And I, I pray I can just even see uh, what you're doing, what we're doing, and what some others are doing. What if we just brought this together? The Lord has given us is this dream of our own performing arts center. We've been using the Pike Performing Arts Center. We've been using Clues Hall and the like for what? 34 years. Yes. Now, I think it's about time that we have our own performing arts center. And within that, it's not just for the performance alone, but for training and equipping that's going to get, that's going to take their attention away from the things that the world is giving them that are self-destructive and bring them into things that are more spiritually productive and give them uh, longevity in their life. Uh, mm -hmm. So when you, you just hit on something, you hit a chord oh, there, you mess it with me alone now, don't, <laughs> you don't want to go there. But that's one of the things we want to promote yeah. this year upon this rock, right. to, to launch that vision out and, and pray that somebody's going to catch it, somebody has a similar heart and says, I want to get in on that, uh, let's get started. That's why I asked the question. You know, I knew it would stir something in you. I had the same feeling inside of me. And again, what the church can do is be the church that God has Come ordained on. and raised up in the earth. And that thank God for our services and preaching, teachings, all that's mm -hmm. fundamental. But we've been called to reach into all the world. Come on. Into the, every mountain, you know, seven mountains theory, you know. Come on. Entertainment and business and right. all that. You're preaching that. Now, all of us can't do it, but some of us can. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm in, brother. Whatever, yeah, whatever every, God says, I'm Everybody in. has yeah. their peace. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Everybody brings something to the table. that, and, and that's the beauty of the body of Christ. Yes, sir. Because of our diversity. You know, uh, God designed us on purpose. That He didn't give everybody everything, so He but He, he distributed, distributed the gifts, the gifts uh, uh, through grace to individuals. But His purpose has always been that the body comes together, not fragmented, but come together and yes. bring all those pieces together. Yes. And that's when we accomplish something. Yes. That's when things get done. So that's my dream and vision. Yes, while sir. I still have a few years left on the planet. Yeah. Now, sir, what you shared right there. It's so exciting to me because I know this is part of what God is doing. You know, everybody now, kids and people are into screens now, some mm -hmm. kind of screen, either the computer is. screen, mobile phone screen, HDTV screen. Right. We're into screens everywhere. And, you know, Jesus said we go into all the world. Mm -hmm. It's also the virtual world. This will mm -hmm. blow your mind, Pastor. I went to a demo, a demo at IPUI. They have a room called, it's called a virtual cave. And and uh, all the all the walls and floors are green for green screen. Wow! I went in there. They put some goggles on me. Virtual reality, VR. Okay. Mm. And I put these goggles on, and they put me inside of a castle. Wow! <laughs> Everywhere I turned, I saw doors and entrances and Amazing. windows. I saw creatures. <laughs> and, and here's the funny part. Here's the crazy part. That in front of me was a cliff. Mm. I walked to the cliff and I refused to take one more Come step. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was nothing there but a the floor. Right, right. But in my, my brain it was said, real. don't take one more step. Mm. Now, Pastor, kids are in these virtual worlds. They are. There's two things. There's VR and AR. Now, VR is virtual, meaning you got goggles on, 
all you see is the goggles. Uh-huh. But the newest thing is oh. augmented reality. Mm. You got glasses on, you're seeing your world through the glasses, and they're superimposing images and objects in your world. Wow. So in front of you is somebody else. These tools, I believe, are given to the church, to God's yeah. kingdom. I mean, you know, people in the world did it, mm-hmm. but I believe God has given us access to these right. tools to find some way to use these tools and mainly the skill behind using tools to be able to impact our world in a positive manner and reach people where they are. Well, you know, uh, if we don't stop and look and listen and see where the fish are going, this women upstream, who are you ministering downstream? We can, in the kingdom, impact this generation without compromise, mind you. Because some yes. people would say, oh, you're compromising. You're... Now, there, there's a line there. I believe there's a line there that is no compromise, but at the same time, it's effective in ministry. Mm. That you can still use what is attracting them yes. in order to draw them in because our ultimate goal is discipleship. You know, you got to get the fish out first. So that you can begin to impart into them. And we've got to change this whole paradigm uh, shift that has taken place. We cannot afford to miss it or we're going to lose a generation. Oh, I feel this. I just yes, feel sir. strong. I'm with you, Doc. And then on top of that, of course, performing arts. There's no screens involved. See, So right. we have to also learn how to connect with people, develop ourselves. Technology is wonderful as, as an enabler, mm-hmm. but ultimately, what can you do right. with your voice, right. with your hand, with your mind? They're looking at the stage. Yes, you sir. Know, you've got platforms, the stage. These youth are going to concerts. You know, mm. they, they're, they're going to these productions because they like it's Even on the screen now, they're reproducing the production set. I believe, even in Indianapolis, that we have everything we need in order to go fishing yes, and to reach this generation for Christ in a unique way. Wow, this is remarkable. So now for the sake of the people watching, we got to stop because we're going to get into the shop <laughs> talk a little bit. But I want to inspire you who are listening to understand our passion is not just what we do. It's a vision to uplift people yes, and to inspire young people to use giftings God's put inside of them and gifts that is right brain, left brain, which means analytical, mm-hmm. artistic. Mm-hmm. We have to service, service people where God has blessed them. Analytics is important. Academics are vitally important. But we forget the other side of the person, which is their artistic, creative side. And to, to I believe, to ignore that part of a person is to miss That's good. the person's Destiny, who they are, you know, missing what God has placed in them that we're called as a church, uniquely called to help bring out, identify and help bring out of people. So that's, that's yes, sir. Stuff. I'm with you, Doc. Yes, sir. I'm with you. 100% on this thing. So we'll talk more about this. All right. All right. Well, we've been speaking with uh, Pastor Thomas Hill from the Healing Streams Word and Worship Center. Also managing. Um, what's your title at UTR? Uh, Co and managing director. Cohen, managing director of the Upon This Rock Passion Play and Upon This Rock Productions. And I want you again to remember that we began talking about the Passion Play coming up on Easter weekend, March 30 and 31. And again, information on the screen below us here. You want to call, visit the website, 
get your ticket, and don't miss this experience. It is truly an amazing, awesome experience. And hey, and buy two tickets. Bring somebody with there you. There you go. Okay? Bring somebody. Bring with a you. group. Bring a group. Yes, right. sir. <laughs> you mentioned about the buses earlier. I was going to say this. When we came last year, my wife and I, we parked the car and began walking to the Pike Performing Arts Center, and we encountered these line of buses. I mean, these motor coaches. I'm not. I mean, these, these high class, high end <laughs> motor coaches lined up. I mean, end to end, what seemed like you know a couple of blocks mm-hmm. on the parking lot. I mean, license plates from all the central areas of our country. So I just, yeah, it's it seemed like you're experiencing somewhat what Jesus said: the prophet has more honor. Come on, <laughs> outside of his own family oh, and country. You, you're hitting on something there. Uh, you know, so we in India got to take care of Pastor Hill and and all the team because this passion play is a treasure. I forget the stat, but the oldest. Running, I think there's some stat about how long you've been doing this and yeah, where it, where it stands and among similar passion plays. One of the, the longest running African American led produce a passion play in the nation. That's what I heard. Well, Pastor, I'm gonna wrap up the conversation now. Thank you for this opportunity. I want to ask you finally. You want to share anything with our viewers and listeners in conclusion? Well, I it's been a joy uh, being with you, and I, it's always a and enjoy a joy and excitement to be able to share the vision of, of what God has certainly placed within us and what God is doing. And uh, I just encourage you to be prayerful with us as we continue this journey. Uh, something's happening. Something's happening. And uh, God is preparing this next generation. One of the things that passion that's burning on my heart is that, that we get on board, that we don't miss it. And, uh, Maybe you, you that are listening or watching, uh, you've got a burning passion in you. Maybe that arts, performing arts passion is in you and you never got a chance to, uh, to utilize it or to express it. Upon This Rock Productions is a wonderful place for you to do that. And I want to encourage you to give us a call. You go online to our website, utrpro.com, utrpro.com. And uh, you can send us a note and say, look, I'm interested. I want to be a part. I want to be a part. I want to be a cast member. I want to work behind the scenes. Uh, I want to sing in the choir. Uh, I want to be a part of this vision of a performing arts center and, and the, the reach outreach for youth, whatever it is. We've got so many different areas that you can be a part of. In fact, I know it's been 34 years, but we're at ground floor for what God is about to do. And I encourage you to come and join us and be a part. Well, thank you. You've been listening to a conversation with Pastor Thomas Hill. And I appreciate his work, his legacy, his family uh, here in the city of Indianapolis and the, the church, Healing Streams Church and the Passion Play. I just, in the, I should mention also, and the, the drive-by prayer vigil are just some of what God's doing through this man of God, through his family. So pray for him, support him, and be a part of whatever he's doing. I, I certainly am. Okay? Bless you, I, I'm making my point to be a part of what he's doing. So God bless you. I trust you enjoyed this conversation and focus here on Vision Stream Network. And we'll see you next time. God bless.